Hello and welcome to episode three of the I Went Outside Today podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Sydney. I do the things. We are in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, which means that we could not all meet together. So this is our first long distance podcast over the internet. Yep. And just real quick, I'm just going to say, I am not even the same Sydney from episode two, which I believe we we recorded in February or March. And now we have a pandemic and I'm just a completely different person. Just years of stress on my life. Com- completely different because you're drinking more? I am drinking more, but also because we're in a pandemic and I work in IT. And I have to oh. teach the people how to remote from their houses. You must be enjoying it so much. It's not a great time to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as uh, Sydney said there, we uh, did our last episode in February. I didn't want to date our podcast, but seeing as how the world changed like overnight, uh, this kind of like leaves our episodes at a certain moment in time. But between the last episode and now, everything locked down. So that means our trip to the L. Ron Hubbard birthday party had gotten canceled uh, as soon as groups larger than a certain amount of people were banned. Which was devastating. It was it was sort of devastating and also sort of a, a relief. Like we did not have to worry about Scientologists <laughs> following us home and figuring out where we lived. Well, they were going to follow Lindsay Grubay home. They're probably sending her messages right now. <laughs> oh my God, probably. Has anyone checked that email? I haven't checked the fake email yet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So yeah, uh, just like that, a whole lot of the events we were looking forward to uh, were canceled or moved, likely some of the other events uh, events that we have on our list, like the furry convention, possibly the anime speed dating is also moved. We haven't heard anything yet, but I'm not terribly optimistic about what's going on there. I feel like a lot of apps are going to come out of this though, so... What we've actually done is tried to move it online, hence this episode. So we'll find a anime speed dating online, I bet. Mm-hmm. Well, so we've, funnily enough, Chris and I have already been looking at online speed dating for you. Of course you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Is it anime no. themed? Uh, not, not the one that we found. That's for the best, probably. So one thing of note, and we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, I just went to the Creationist Museum's website, and in fact, they don't say they're closed. (laughs) So they may be open. Oh, no. Is it because no one goes there or because, like, we're protected by Jesus so we can go to the Creationist Museum? Possibly a little bit of both yeah because when chris and i went there was only the two of us there was nobody else in the entire museum other than the tour guide and he and i so they're open still from what i can see i mean i got a mask (laughs) (laughs) i'll have to do a little bit more research and dig and see if i can oh gosh find their facebook page You really need a face, uh, like a fake uh, Facebook page, Cheryl. You're going to get all kinds of weird ads. I already use the fake name. I 
I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Yeah, but it's your it's your real fake name, just like mine. You need a different fake name. <laughs> my real fake name. It's a real I fake could go name. Back to, I could go back to using my real name to these things, and then they can never contact me because my account's deactivated. I would just make a different Facebook account. Lindsay Grubay could go to the Creationist Museum. Yeah, Lindsay Grubay could go. Ooh. I like how we already have started this fictional character for the podcast. This is like my dream. This is what I wanted, was an undercover identity. That's why I'm here. It's what I'm here for. On a side note, I just found something that says the Creation Museum wants your children. Oh, no. <laughs> it's an NBC article. Oh, I, love it. I don't. Uh, so with everything getting canceled, uh, Cheryl and I scrambled to find something to replace it. And, uh, if you recall in episode one, one of the things that I was hoping to find a, uh, affordable version for was past life regression. I believe Cheryl found this and she managed to find an online version for about $20 per person. So... So here's the fun thing about doing all this Googling on my personal computer is I get like the weirdest ads for events now, like, like mind blowingly weird. And this just happened on my newsfeed. It was just there while I was scrolling through and uh, yeah, pretty damn affordable compared to actually going in. So the details of the event here. For the online group Akashic Records Hypnosis, Akashic Records hold the blueprint of your soul's journey, a recording of all your thoughts, actions, and commitments for each life your soul has experienced, including this one. Through hypnosis, access your own unique historical data to gain insight and to help you navigate your current life. Let's discover how many lives have you lived which past life is the most influential on this one and why? Is there a past life that is contributing to your physical being now? What is my purpose for this lifetime? What else would you like to know? Join us for a fun and enlightening evening. And fun fact, we are hot off the heels of this online Akashic Records past life regression hypnosis. So Sydney is back in the present from her past lives. What a journey. And uh, what did you what did you think? Well, I didn't honestly read the ad. I was just like, I just want to do something for the podcast. And I was just like, yep. And I sent the 20 bucks. I like didn't even read the description. If I'm gonna be perfectly honest, I was like, hypno, past life regression, yep, cool. And then today, um uh I was so I was sort of like getting everything set up. So it was like two seconds before I took a look at the description and then we get in the, we use zoom. Everyone's using zoom. You shouldn't use zoom. The security is awful, but anyway, we all get in the call. It's a group thing, right? So it's not one-on-one. I was the first person in is the only time I've ever been on time in my entire life. Good job. And she says, hi. And then we sit in silence until everyone else joins. And the first thing that happened was that I won't obviously say their real names, but the first two other people in the group had very lovely names, but they were sort of names. I won't say the real names, but they were sort of like, you know, um, galaxy or flower. And I was like, what have I done? Like they just had their, 
there was no normal names. And I was like, oh, no. And then some people with normal names joined. And um, she started talking. And she seemed like a reasonable, genuine human and shared a bit of her story. So I was like, oh, it, it might be okay. But I definitely had like a beginning bias when I heard those other two names because I'm a bad person. So fun fact, a friend of mine told me that you can usually gauge how crazy a person is if their name is a nature name. Yeah. There's <laughs> a, yeah, definitely so, gave a certain, I had a, a certain judgment, but I tried to let it go for the sake of the exercise. Were you the only one wearing all black? We all had our cameras off. Oh. And only one girl had her, um, like, a picture of her. The rest of us all just had, like, the letters for, like, the beginning of your name. And if I could just say a quick side note when you're doing something like this, it's good Zoom etiquette or, like, video conferencing etiquette to fucking mute your mic when someone else is speaking. Because one of the people didn't mute their mic. And you could just hear all like the wrestling and maybe sounded like some chewing and different things. <laughs> and um, then so the guide, the hypnotherapy lady was like, well, I see everyone has their or almost everyone has their mic muted and that's OK. And then so and so did not mute their mic. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> before we started the guides, she had to come out and say it because it was so distracting. Oh, man. So how did they uh, start you all off? Um, well, she just explained like who she is, why she does this, what past life regression is, what hypnotherapy is. And then, um, we got into like the, we had to lay down and you start like the thing. So did you just like lie down in bed at home? Yeah, I had to do this in my bedroom. So I laid on my bed. I do yoga and different things. So I tried to like be as comfortable as I could, um, and like actually get into it. One of the main things was I didn't close my blinds and I'm very distracted by light. So that was a bad call. And how did they like get you to explore like your past lives? I've never actually done this. Like, did they sort of take you on like a guided meditation sort of idea or they like think back to before you died horribly? So that's sort of how I would describe it. Like our, our guide was saying, um, you know, how she came to do this sort of thing was exploring her own self and her own traumas and those sorts of things. And it all sounded like a bit wild to me, but I tried to be like open about it. And I was also like sort of panicking. I wasn't going to do it right before we started. But so we started in like a traditional, after the explanation, we started in a traditional like lying down um like you would do for like a guided meditation. And there was a lot of emphasis on being relaxed and, you know, finding yourself in like a nice, calm place. Um, one of the things that was a bit funny before we started, we were supposed to have like a safe place where we would go and like a, um, like a guardian angel or like something that makes you feel safe. And I couldn't decide any of this shit, you guys. Like, I was like, I can be like in a mountain or on a beach or this or that. And I was like, fuck, I got to pick something. So that was like very stressful. Um, <laughs> trying to pick my safe place. What and trying pick? to. Um, so I picked a mountain cave. And then. It's sort of hard to actually describe like my like guardian angel figure because it leads to like a bunch of other lunacy that I don't know if I'm prepared to disclose on the podcast, but there is a 
figure that I picked to be my guardian angel that um, will just say the name is Rocco. But then I was like, that's weird because I'm going to have to explain on the podcast who the fuck this like guardian angel figure is. So then I was like a bear. But then in the end, I picked them both. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say on that. (laughs) Mm So did you like glean any information on your past lives? I tried. You tried? I tried really hard. So they, you do like a guided meditation. You envision sort of going, um, you know, you're in a, in a nice meadow and then you go down a staircase. And if anyone knows like what guided meditation is, right. You just did my best to envision. I also got very distracted if I felt I was envisioning something incorrectly when we were (laughs) in the imaginary meadow. And she said, you see a staircase. My staircase was going downstairs. And then she started talking about how I have to walk upstairs. And I was like, I fucked up my staircase. I didn't know. So you go up the staircase (laughs) Then you got to like imagine a bunch of other things. Um, and then she guides you to to meet someone that's like the keeper of information in the Akash records. It's like a library. That's why it's called the Akash records, I think, because it's like records and shit. I don't really know. I was kind of getting lost. I forgot what it was called when she introduced it. And it was like, who the fuck is Akash records? But so then you have to ask this like gatekeeper to information to like reveal your past lives to you. And you are also supposed to know why you're there. What is your question? So I tried to focus really hard on that. And it's a bit grim, but all I kept coming up with was, am I a shitty person? Because I've had like <laughs> some shit happen that I don't really feel is fair. So I mean, that's, I just had to go with it. You don't have a lot of time guys to like, I should have maybe thought about this more ahead of time, but you just got to go with like, whatever. So um ask my question and then you gotta like envision a book and then you find like the most attractive book to you mine was great and uh then you go into your past life right like when you open it that's supposed to that's where it stops being she stops saying like specific things to imagine and you were supposed to be in your past life is that making sense yes yeah right so I was finding it really hard to to do to vision it properly and to stay in the moment. And one of the things that I tried to do was in like yoga or a lot of the times when you're holding cult pose, you breathe out to like let something go. And I was being distracted when thoughts were coming into my mind that were intrusive. I would like try and breathe to let it go. So from this point on, I found it like really difficult, but um I did I didn't envision it in a way that's really like a movie that other people would. I saw more flashes. She would ask us prompting questions. So she asked us, you know, when you're in your past life, are you male or female? And that came to me right away. I said female. And she said, how old are you? And I said, 12 immediately. And they went, what's the date? And 19 was very clear. And then I didn't know if it was 42 or like four something or 14. So I can't even give you a time because I fucked it up. But <laughs> um, I sort I tried to just let that go instead of obsessing and trying to make up my mind in something that wasn't genuine. I really tried to like do this properly. But uh, so, you know, I let that go a little bit. And she goes, where are you? And I just kind of was seeing like a 12, like the back, like, 
like the back head sort of of a 12 year old girl in cotton clothes uh, with long black hair. That was the most vivid thing that I saw. And then everything else was very blurry. Um, and she asked, do you like, do you know where you are? And I couldn't get there. She told us if we couldn't, if we didn't know to envision a map and that would lead us. And I just, I couldn't tell you where I was just somewhere in the world. I knew there was a dirt road. Uh, I knew there was some sort of building to the, the left side, but all very blurry. And um, she asked us to look for someone that we might recognize or someone. And every, there was like foot traffic on the dirt road, but everything was like going cartoonishly fast. And then there was one like grown man standing by newspapers, but he was like completely blurry. So I did not get to interact with anyone, but other people did. Oh, it doesn't sound like you got nothing out of it. But it wasn't as good as other people's. Oh, so they went through other people's like at the end of it? Bro, we had to share. Oh, share time. (laughs) So yeah, I'm talking about this having like knowing that other people are better at it than me. So did she sit down, the woman hosting the event, and did she like try, I don't know, give you a little bit more information as to why it didn't work as well for you? Um, well, everyone else seemed like they had definitely done this kind of shit. The first person that shared was, like, ridiculous. Just so, like, vivid and colorful. I was like, are you making it up? Like, why is it so good? Um, when I got to my turn, because I was not volunteering shit, she had to call me by name. Um, she just asked if I'd done it before, and she basically said, you know, you're still open. And then she kind of asked or said, like, if you're a very vivid dreamer, which I thought was weird because I'm a crazy vivid dreamer. So she said, you're still open. And sometimes like people, um, it will come up in your dreams. And that if I dream anything to write it down, like, you know, and she also said anyone that didn't get there, she would do uh, another session with them or like to reach out to her. She's like a very nice lady. Well, that's good. You don't want an angry past life hypnotist. Yeah. Do you think you would reach out and do a follow-up with her? I honestly think maybe this is the part where I start to sound a bit Looney Tunes. But so like the next thing, after you figure out who you are and where you are and everything, the whole point of this is does your past life have a message for you for how to live like a better life in the future in this life, right? Like that's the what I took away as one of the main reasons why you do this. And um, that was not a super chill moment for me when we were actually under which is like I maybe what it's called I don't know guys I'm like a noob at this but when uh, I'm gonna say when you're under right and she's guiding you and you're in that relaxed state you're supposed to ask the person or like whoever you can find like is there a message to take forward and my entire mind went completely like clear and blank for a minute and then I could only I didn't like hear it I could only see the word help And then I was sort of stuck there. And then the next thing I remember, she was counting us. She said she was going to start counting us back up. And I just kept hearing, like, don't leave. And I, like, did not want to be there. (laughs) So the little girl, I tried to just, like, like, mentally in my head be like, you're okay. You're doing a good job. But, like, I didn't want to be there. That's pretty intense. So that might be worth something digging into, or it might be something to stuff down the old memory hole and never think about again. 
Because I don't know that I liked that part. Oh, man. You went deep. I mean, I feel like it was... Like, I'm saying all of the parts together, so it's hard to, like, describe that it actually really felt, like, um, like fragmented, right? Like, it's it's easy to say all these things to you guys. is like, and then this happened, and then this happened, but that wasn't really the experience. The experience was actually a bit jarring and fragmented, and now I see this, and now this is happening, and now I have to breathe out because I feel like I'm sort of losing focus. So, to me, it didn't feel deep. To me, it felt like a bit weird. Do you know why you asked for help? No. No? I don't even know who was asking for help. I don't know if it was the little girl or if it was me. And also the little girl's name was Sybil. And that distracted me because I was like, am I really doing this? Or is that just the fucking closest name to (laughs) Sydney? That's so weird. But it was like sort of a punch in the head. I don't know, like if I was to say, like, think of something and then you like immediately think it, the things that like these were like immediate thoughts. But then I don't know, maybe your mind's just really fast. (laughs) Or maybe you tapped into something. Or maybe I didn't. Maybe it's chill. (laughs) Are you afraid to go to sleep tonight? A little bit. We'll do an update episode if you have some weird dreams tonight, and then you can tell us if you saw anything more about your past life. I will leave a notepad by my desk in case anything Mm -hmm. comes up. But also maybe it's weird not things, right? I didn't... Nonsense. That's rude. Uh, Possible. Do you think you're going to Google this? I I think that it's going to make it worse. Like Sybil in the year 19 blank. Yeah, either 1942 or 14 or four something. I mean, I'm Googling it right now, but there are (laughs) definitely ones that would not apply. (laughs) You got Google Sybil, 12 year old, and black hair. Those were the most vivid things. Hmm. You said 19 as well. Yeah, like either 19. Yeah, 19 was sort of its own. She was like, what time was it? And it was like 19. And then a four. And I was like, but it was almost like a question mark of like 42. And then it like didn't feel right. I sound like Mm. a lunatic. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you sound as crazy as Galaxy did? No, Galaxy has her shit together, man. She's (laughs) like. You can't even call it crazy. She's either a very talented writer or she can do all this crazy stuff that I can't do. But she was right there, very cohesive. She got her message and it was not weird and nothing was sad. (laughs) It was also hard to sort of like share some of this stuff in a group of people I don't know who are better at past life regression than I am. Like I didn't want to, but it was like, yeah, we like... Their stuff was more, it's, it sounded like stories where mine was like weird and like fragmented. And uh, did the other participants know it was your first time? No, I didn't talk to like any of them. Uh. It's weird to talk to people on Zoom. Everyone just sort of showed up and then we did it. Have you heard of like past life regression before you did this? In like a silly way, not in any sort of earnest way. Like when she started to present it earnestly, because I had, I, my first impression was that she was a nice, genuine person. 
Because I don't know. It could be like you go to a psychic, they take your $20 and they tell you whatever shit they think they can tell you. This was like actually not that. She was a very like genuine person. So when she started to explain what it was and why she used it, I kind of like perked up and paid attention. I was like, oh, interesting. Hmm. But so I feel like she explained it in a bit of a different way, which is like sort of not in some... Sometimes you might see, you know, I'm trying to think of an example and I really can't, but you know, those weird people that were a king in their past life or something weird or like a delusion of grandeur. This was like, not that it was really um, a tool that she used to explore herself, to know herself and to, to heal trauma, which I found very interesting. Hmm. Now, would you recommend that other people give this a try? This is 20 bucks. Fucking do it. <laughs> That's like a four-star review. I mean, <laughs> I would also say, listen, I'm locked in my house. It's a way to pass an evening. Hypnotherapy is relaxing. She's a nice lady. But also, um, I kind of don't want to give my full endorsement until I wake up tomorrow. Because if I have some weird nightmares, I'm going to be pretty mad. Yeah, what if you don't wake up tomorrow? She said I'll wake up. <laughs> She said hypnotherapy can't kill you. (laughs) Early and immediately, we were informed. Have you ever done, um, like, a guided meditation before? I have. I've done guided meditation for anxiety a while ago. And I struggled a lot in that as well. Because I was wondering, like, I do a lot of guided meditations. And if it would be easier if... Someone does me- guided meditations all the time, or whether it's something that, you know, again, like the galaxy woman, she did it. She's always doing past life regression, so she got better as she went along. Yeah, she handled it. That was not her first time. Like, you no. could just, there's no way. But um, yeah, I also didn't know if it was anyone else's first time. I'm going to go ahead and say it was not <laughs> for mm-hmm. anybody else. I was the only newbie. Uh, she knew one of the people it sounded like, and it sounded like everyone was like deeply and sort of stuff, which is fine, but I'm just, you know, I'm shitty. The last time I did a guided meditation was a while ago with the only exception being that I do, um, uh, I don't know. She calls it brain training. I listen to a podcast to go to sleep. So it's like a story that you have to picture, which I guess you could call guided meditation. She doesn't really brand it like that, which probably helps me accept it and use it. But she basically, it's called Nothing Much Happens. And the lady tells you a story where nothing happens. And then she says it again slower. And it helps you train your brain to go to sleep. So now when I hear her voice, I actually pass out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. So I'm, my brain knows when I hear that voice to just go to sleep. Now, another question for you is going into this, did you have any sort of preconceived notions of what you were expecting? Um, I don't know. I didn't I wasn't I didn't know if it was going to be silly. I don't know that I really knew what to expect. I thought some people might be like a little bit of weirdos, but then I at the end I didn't feel they were weirdos. I feel like they're better at it than me. <laughs> I didn't really I don't know a ton about it. I felt like they were more open. They were definitely all more open people than I was, which is maybe why they like, you know, they know all their shit from all their past lives and I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like they're probably not as afraid of ghosts as I am. They also probably don't feel they've got a gypsy curse on their family. Well, they probably don't. Maybe that's the gypsy curse. Oh, Sybil. Did it start with Sybil? Maybe it started with Sybil. Because we do have a gypsy curse in this family. Okay, And I don't think we caught the gypsy curse description on audio in the last podcast, but you could probably give a brief rundown on your theory. My theory is that our family upset a gypsy and now we are cursed because mine and Chris's mom, I feel like I can say this on the podcast, has the worst luck of every, like any human that I have ever met. And I find that I have comically bad luck a lot of the time. Like, for instance, starting a podcast called I Went Outside Today and then a global pandemic happens is really not that great luck considering I've never seen a pandemic on this scale in my life ever. Not trying to make coronavirus all about me. I'm just saying. And specifically, it prevented us from going outside. Specifically, like so specifically. What a middle finger from the universe. Like, it's ridiculous. There's also our parents picked all all or most of the correct numbers one time, but in the wrong lottery. That's the sort of luck I'm talking about. That is like, it's not just bad luck. It's clearly a gypsy curse. (laughs) So on a side note, (laughs) since I'm Googling, um, there is a woman named Sybil Leak who was born in 1917. And she uh, was a witch, occultist, astrologer, and gypsy. I don't like that one bit. And I am not going to go to sleep tonight. Does she have black hair? Uh, it doesn't look like so in the picture. Okay. But it is dark hair. She would have been 12 in 1929. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't mm. like that. <laughs> well... We'll uh, message you different Sybils that we can find throughout the next few weeks. I would prefer if you didn't. I found that disturbing and jarring. I would just like to remind our listenership that I am afraid of ghosts. (laughs) And I regret doing this. Oh, you survived. It'll be fine. I'm glad I I picked a bear for one of my safety things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bears are pretty good. Yeah, they could definitely take on a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, thankfully. And so just in case any of our listenership would also like to know, uh, for the Akashic Records, just a description, in Theosophy and Anthroposophy, this is from Wikipedia, the Akashic Chronicle is a compendium of all human events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent ever to have occurred in the past, present, or future. I don't like it. You don't like it? <laughs> I don't know if I like I felt more chill before I got on the podcast, but, like, I was also, like, actively not thinking about the weird parts of it. Because I was like, maybe that's just, like, some weird stuff. Maybe I'm just ADD as fuck, and I just didn't want to be there anymore. Or maybe, like, you you managed to get in touch with your past. I think about the gypsy curse a lot, so it would make sense that I went there. And, you know, and, like, traditions like vision quests or people doing a lot of mushrooms they really like talk about set and setting and how you're like 
feeling internal before you go into it. Like you got to have like the, the right intent going into it. Do you think you carried some anxiety into that? Oh, I think I carried so much anxiety into it. I had a ridiculous day. I was not chill, zero chill before this exercise. So yeah, you probably had your worst case scenario day and you found your worst case scenario past life. Is that why other people had a better time of it than me? Because they're like naturally happy? Is that like a state that anyone's in ever? Maybe they just had a good day. Dickheads? No (laughs) one's having a good day. We're all locked inside. The air is trying to kill us. We're actually in not that bad an area, I should say. Yeah, like uh, the the place that we all currently live is actually not doing too bad in the grand scheme of things. So did you like have any predictions about who your past lives would be before you went into this? Like, did you think that you would be like some sort of fancy, like, Cleopatra style queen or I didn't think I was going to see anything you thought you'd just be lying there and doing nothing yeah yeah (laughs) I didn't think it was gonna work because I like think my mind is very loud I think a lot of things and I have like a constant stream I don't know if this is gonna work so yeah I didn't even imagine anything for like what could like possibly be I had no like vibes or like intuition Kudos for you for trying, thinking you'd just be lying down for about an hour. I literally thought this was going to happen. So do you think, like, because you quieted down your mind and allowed this past life to bleed in and communicate to you? I mean, I don't know that I did a great job quieting down my mind, because I feel like that's why I didn't get some dope-ass story like my friend Galaxy, who just, like, had a really vivid cohesive story and like got her message because i didn't even get my message so your question is wrong (laughs) i apologize (laughs) i don't know i just try to do my best that's all we ask on the weird Mm -hmm. bizarre things we'll uh, send you on next on the i tried to go outside today podcast did you at least go outside today i've not been outside in a while bro all right you need to like Step outside for about a second and then go back inside or else you are hurting the spirit of the podcast. I did go outside. I went to the liquor store. But I have to wear a mask. Well, I don't have to, but I have one, so I do because it's to protect other people, not yourself. But I hate it. Are you sick? No, but like you never know, right? You could be asymptomatic and stuff. Oh. So that's the thing about the masks is it's not to protect yourself because most of us don't have like an N95 mask, but I happen to have an air filter mask, which like stops me from breathing on other people. But no, I'm not sick. I'm fine. I've been home since the beginning of this thing. I've been the least outside. And you'll walk out the last person on earth. Maybe. I don't, I'm very fortunate that I'm able to work from home. Some days, I think. Some days, not so much. But yeah, so that's I've been outside the least on the whole podcast, probably. Do you guys go outside? Oh, like every day for like an hour or so. Yeah. Because? I, you guys I go far, though. Uh, I go for a jog every morning. You dragon boating still or is it canceled? It's probably canceled. So, yeah, I've been going for jogs in the morning to stay in shape and walking. Started playing Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I got to add you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. 
I thought you were joking. I was like, it's a pandemic. Who adds you on Pokemon Go? I'll add you after this. A funny thing, they announced that they're making it so you don't actually have to go outside to play it. Yeah, they're going to try and fix the raids and stuff. Because I yeah. play a lot, but I also got addicted to The Sims, which has sort of ruined my life. Yeah, do some of that 100 baby challenge. Yeah, I didn't have any of the babies. Or Black Widow challenge. What's the Black Widow challenge? You marry and kill as many men as you can in your lifetime of your sim. You can kill men? You can kill sims, yes. How do you kill the men? The delight in your eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a struggle. You, you, go look online, like Google YouTube, or sorry, go on YouTube and find um, Black Widow Challenge, The Sims, and you'll find people doing it. They find creative ways of killing the person. That's crazy. That's dark. Yeah, That's like, I don't think I'm that dark. I am like having <laughs> four like toxic relationships though and cheating on everybody. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just, they got multiple partners. I don't know what to tell you. It just happened that way. You start talking to one sim and then you like another sim better. So you just, you know, put them on a side burner. Oh, sorry. I spaced out for a moment. I thought you were talking about real life. No, I'm not cheating on everyone in real life. <laughs> I left like, my house seven days. Real blase. I was, was going to say, that's, <laughs> it's good that you're not because I just sent you a link for online speed dating. So you know what? <laughs> so yeah. Oh my God. Back on topic. So for future Sorry. episodes, what do you think of the online speed dating? Let's do it. Let's see if anyone likes the Sims. Sweet. And uh, how do you feel about like doing these things online as well? Like just in general, if we find new stuff you could just do over the internet. I feel like the beauty of our podcast, which is not even released yet, is the spirit of perseverance. And <laughs> sometimes you got to go outside and then you have to go in because of a provincial emergency. And then you gotta do your podcast online. And I'm ready and I'm here and I'm present because you dropped off my microphone. <laughs> How against ghosts are you? Pretty against them. Pretty against ghosts. Like violently against them. I'm very like actually <laughs> in real life, it's not a bit, it's not an act. I'm terrified of ghosts. And what about like ghost adjacent activities? Like not Ouija bad. boards or like online Ouija seance. boards are not ghost adjacent. Like, oh my, Ouija boards are not ghost adjacent. Ouija boards are why I'm afraid of ghosts. <laughs> what if you're in like a dark room staring into a bowl of water? I'm the fuck out of that dark room. What am I doing in a dark room? Nah. <laughs> it's called scrying. You're camouflaging in with your surroundings. That's what you're doing in a dark room. That's true. I do wear a lot of black, but I got this pasty ass face. If if we could find like an online sales going down, would you be game nope. for that? I would mm. not. That's more. I, I would be more feared. <laughs> more feared. Because I don't buy myself for the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's pretty scary. I only got one guardian angel and one spirit bear. Like, what? It, I'm not working with a lot. I just met my spirit bear today. <laughs> it's named Rocco. Know. 
No, Rocco's different. That's from like why I'm afraid of ghosts, but I'm not afraid of my guardian angel whose name is Rocco. Guardian bear. So Rocco's not a bear, to be clear. What's the the bear's name? I didn't name him yet. Oh. Or he didn't tell me his name. He's brown. That's okay. Most bears don't have names. Maybe as a name. Oh, I wonder if I could call him berries. <laughs> like berry, but berries. I think you have to. Well, I have to ask him. So you're going to do it again. <laughs> season two. If we get to a season two, what do you think? Another past life regression. We did. <laughs> so I'm curious about who this Sybil is. Because I, I love all the stuff. season one. <laughs> we don't know where the world might be. There might not even be an internet or electricity. <laughs> or bears. <laughs> or bears. Well, if we don't have or bears, if we don't have a like an inside anymore, then is there even an outside, or is that just the state of the world? Mm. Meta, mm. meta. I haven't been drinking enough for that, so I can't answer that question. I've been drinking enough for both of us. Are you remembering your water? No. <laughs> I need you when I drink. I need both of you. <laughs> I should point out we're on a video chat here sydney has just pulled out a sizable bottle of water you gotta drink it before you finish your last drink or it doesn't count it's true the stomach just shuts off yeah no otherwise it's just regret water it's too late (laughs) (laughs) regret water too late you know how you like get like fucked up and then you try and drink like eight gallons of water at 3 a.m like it's too late you gotta do it in between drinks so it's not gonna work when we start selling merch we're gonna have to get bottles of water and just call it regret water (laughs) i love that (laughs) the worst case scenario how are you guys feeling can we do this can we do we committed to 10 episodes can we do seven more online episodes i'm pretty confident we can yeah i I think that we're going to have enough stuff to be able to do more episodes. Like, it depends on people's comfort levels. Like, you can still do social distancing and do the scavenger hunt. You can still do social distancing and we can go visit ghost towns. It just depends on what we decide, I guess, the comfort level is of everyone involved. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I'm good with going to, like, a ghost town and stuff. I'm not afraid of going outside. I just don't like to be around other people. Because before we started the podcast, like, I quit smoking about six months ago. So it's not a real good time to have my lungs, considering it's, like, a lung killer. <laughs> there's if So if there's no people around, then there's no viruses in the air. No. What happens to it if you sneeze? walk away is in the air or does it fall on the ground <laughs> so it won't stay in the air that long it probably just falls on the in the dirt so don't put yeah, your face like, in the dirt yeah this would be a good segment is like cheryl's like i like to call her science so like we should have like a science segment at the end of every episode <laughs> oh well to be fair i i will like to state that i am not the correct type of scientist hey science um, no <laughs> Like, we just watched a video of, like, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers uh, bashing a bunch of the doctors who gave, like, stupid advice online. And so, like, I will not endorse anything, but I'm pretty sure if we go places that, like, we maintain social distancing, we'll be fine. And six feet away is basically if Chris was lying down, because Chris is six feet tall. That's how I've Correct. been imagining it this whole time. <laughs> so you just imagine Chris on the ground everywhere? 
Yeah, or I have a couple. I well, I don't know that many people over six foot, but yeah, I have a couple friends that I sort of try and envision like how tall are they, and is that the distance? So that's a good tip. If you have a brother that's six feet tall, you gotta imagine him lying down. Right. Well, I think try and drum up some things to do uh, in the coming days here. Yeah, do a webinar, I'll do a speed dating. I think for the next episode, what we'll do is we'll come up, see if Chris and I can find seven things for you to do that are online related. And we'll go from there. If we can't find seven, at least find like five. I love that. Can I make a request? Yeah. Sure. I'm very sad that we missed Elrond Hubbard's birthday. I want a Scientology thing. I'll see what I can find. Scientology speed dating, baby. I'm open. I'm ready for any of it. I would do another hypno thing, but we got to be careful with these ghosts. Will we get like a panicked like video message of you from like middle of the night and like things will be flying around your bedroom? You might. If I wake up ever since I saw that exorcism of uh, Emily Rose movie, every time I wake up at like, what is it? Three o'clock. I have a complete meltdown. (laughs) Like, well, I'm going to lose my shit if that happens. Lucky for you, I'm pretty sure that was demonic possession. Yeah, but... maybe I'm related to demons. So uh, if you're against ghosts, how do you feel about demons? Real bad. Real bad? Real bad. The most bad. Com- oh, compared to ghosts even more so? Of course I'm afraid of demons more than ghosts. What? That's not even a question. <laughs> I like there's one ghost that's like my guardian ghost and then the rest are shitty and then I don't like demons. What if we found you a friendly ghost? I have a friendly ghost, but he's pushing it honestly because oh. he's still a ghost. It would probably be easier if I told the whole story, but I'm not going to subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, special bonus ghost <laughs> episode. <laughs> There is a whole like legitimate reason to my madness and my fear of ghosts. I'm not ready to go there yet. We'll get you there. We'll see. We're going to need stronger there. drinkies than these. <laughs> so that's a challenge? It's not much of a challenge. These are only 4%. You got quite a bit of room. Well, I think that is uh, it for this episode of I Went Outside Today. But responsibly, we stayed inside for this one. I am one of your hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Sydney.